when I came to Malaysia, everything unfamiliar. I didn't have like a set of social friends that I couldn't really bear my soul or be myself. I had to be to like up my my guard because I was trying to know everything, the place, the people, the work. Welcome to Taralot's Talk Podcast, the show that aims to share a Filipino's perspective on the ironies, the triumph, and the complexities of life. And being a Filipino expat, I'm your host, Belle. I'm Lynette. And ako si Mark. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back for another episode for Taralot's Talk Podcast. Our guest this month is a Filipina who lived and worked in Malaysia for several years. Her name is Princess. She is a software application developer and worked with big tech companies for almost 11 years. So yung episode natin today, we'll find out more about her experience leaving and working in a foreign country, yung mga challenges that came with it, as well as what it's like to be back in the Philippines after being away for a long time. Ayun na nga. So, yun. Uh, hi, Princess. Hi, Princess. Princess. Welcome to our show. First time. Nice meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> so, ayun. Tanong ko lang, when you were in Malaysia, uh, pwede ko bang tanong kung saan siya nag-work? Saan ka nag-work? Sa Cyberjaya. Iyon yung pangalan ng company? Hindi, ng city. Ah, saan nag-work? Sa DHL? If you're familiar. DHL yung deliveries? Oo, yung deliveries. Uh-huh. I see. Okay. May kasi ako actually sa ano sa Malaysia pero nasa Johor siya. Magkalapit ba 'yon? Ana, hindi. Hindi. Nauna yung Johor. Border mm-hmm. ang, oh, eh, ang eh. Johor is border ng Singapore and Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Aba, o nga pala, mas al- alam mo 'yan. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> o nga pala. Oh, anyways, ayun. When you move to Malaysia for work, uh how was it? Uh, kamusta yung transition mo yung uh, Ano, yung kwento mo na masamin yung first few days, weeks mo doon, how did you how did you adapt doon sa ano mo? Sa first few first few weeks, months, ganyan ba? Ano, parang I can really yung appropriate na description is honeymoon stage kasi in fairness sa uh, companies first kahit na sa Pilipinas ako, they were the ones who processed all of my papers. So parang they they were in corporation or in they coordinated pala with a with an agency locally in the Philippines in Manila and then I just went to Manila for a month to do the minor like steps that they cannot do tapos they they gave me like they made me stay in a hotel for a month sa when you're in Malaysia na mm, when I was in Malaysia oo for the adjustment period tapos my first pay was paid ano um twice my pay was twice para sa yung tawag nila noon is parang adjustment i think yung down payment kung saan ka makaka-rent mga ganun tas i was lucky enough na may kabatcha ko taga Manila siya right. from a different company but he was he has been applying for the company for a long time so most of his friends are there so on the social aspect, wala din ako masyadong transition needed kasi they were so warm and they were so excited for their friend to finally work there na hatid sundo talaga mo sa airport papunta sa bahay nila na may ano pa, na may uh, party. So right then and there, I had like, it was like a 
gateway sa Filipino community sa specifically sa sa company because most of them is from DHL and the Filipino community all at the same time. So that transition was very easy for me. Yung uh, yung housing mo, they took care of it or ikaw na ang naghanap after nung first month. Diba nung first month, you were in a hotel? Yung succeeding nun, did you look for ano, or did, uh, sponsored ng company everything? I looked for. And my friends, Filipino friends, which which eventually became my friend, were really helpful because I was so excited. Nagbook ako beforehand with my mother. We were so excited with the opportunity. And then when I came there, Mm-mm. they gave me like very practical advice na hindi maganda yung nabook ko. Mm-hmm. Pang estudyante yun. was very cheap, but the place was actually maraming robbery. Mm-hmm. And then, so, yeah. oh, sa parang condo yun eh, na cheap. Tapos wala masyadong privacy Mm-mm. kasi manipis yung, ano, yung, yung walls. Tapos uh, may parang, basta may ibang illegal things na um, allegedly happened there. Swerte din na may isa sa, kasi nag-house party doon bahay, yung pagda, pagdating namin, tapos may isa doon na gusto lumipat. So parang may opportunity para sa akin na, what if dito ka na lang, ito na, ano, plano, kasi parang newlywed sila or magpapakasal sila yun na couple na yun, tapos gusto nila mag, mag-isa na. So ako na lang yung naging prospect. Yung mag-takeover doon sa... Oo, okay. so yun. Iba talaga pag may Filipino community na or kung may kakilala ka at mm. least sa lilipatan mo. Kasi ang similar situation kasi sa akin rin, ganun rin. Lumipat kami, so kumbaga very established na rito yung thesis ko at pati nandito na rin yung family niya. So the transition really was easy. Mm-hmm. Iba yung may, sa, hindi naman sasandalan, pero kumbaga parang may support kagad. Ano? Mm-hmm. In terms of making friends, were you able to have trouble making friends with locals or other foreign nationals na nasa Malaysia during that time? I really didn't make an effort. I think it the, personally, my uh, yung personality ko, making friends is not the problem. I guess keeping keeping friends was the struggle that I went through. But in making friends, generally, I just kept on the circle that I was in, the circle that I was like, in well most of my friends is gonna be from company or from work because i went there for work right and then i just didn't really explored or expanded yung particular team that i belong we had different nationalities and and um there were indians and then there were locals like malay locals chinese locals and so they were my friends as well but i really didn't like i said explored and extended that that wasn't really in my mind in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, making friends, I just kept in my comfort zone or I just keep within reach. Parang ganun. Really mm-hmm. didn't make an effort. Pero yung dun sa team mo, naging kaibigan mo yung mga yun. Oh, they, they really feel like family. Like even now, pag may, may mga pangyayari, parang na-update pa rin ako. The thing about our work was very stressful. It was when I came in, um, it was going through a very, very aggressive change and we bonded over that. that. So right. every time we, after work, we, we eat or drink outside and then just talk about how stressful things are and help give each other um, advice. Sometimes we video call my Chinese Malay friend she would like vent out. We really do get emotional like because of stress and we cry it out. For me, they really felt like family. 
on that sense. Yeah. Galing ano? <laughs> Ang galing nung ano. Nung, hindi, I, I mean, ano eh, pag may common denominator, ano eh, yung, yung band nagiging strong eh. Mm-mm-mm. Parang ano lang yan, parang si Naruto tsaka si Sasuke. <laughs> Anyways. Hindi, <laughs> <laughs> ganun talaga uh, yung, ano, yung stress. Yeah. Uh, lalo na pag over ano yan over in woman and oh, stuff oh yeah that's true yun ang nagpapalakas ng uh-huh. band mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bakit stressful pala dahil the company is undergoing dramatic change mm-hmm. parang ganun when I came ang stable ng system may joke na we will only get escalations or issue if guguho ang mundo parang <laughs> ganun yung joke pagdating ko Tapos, um, my change of management and the new manager at that time, he was um, he had a lot of plans. I appreciated that. But how it was executed was so fast-paced. Unrealistic ba? I have my own opinion on that. I think I told him. Uh, so for example, ganito na lang. So for example, uh, nasa Jollibee ka. Tapos... manual pa yung finances nyo. Like, literally, nag-notebook pa kayo everyday mm-hmm. pag mag-ano kayo ng transaction. So, gusto nila bumili ng mga laptop tapos i-implement yung software tapos, um, yun, i-implement yung finances. Kumbaga, parang gustong gawing digital yung bookkeeping, tama ba? Oo, parang, parang ganun. But, but please, that in a bigger scale, in, in a global company like PHL, the thing with that is that For me, this is my opinion. <laughs> Magde-disclaimer lang ko. I, I could be right or I could be wrong. But in a one-on-one, I did tell this to the manager. The one that was leading the change was more very, was very, very, very knowledgeable in the accounting aspects of the change. But you mm-hmm. need an IT expert to integrate it in the technology that you're using. Also, I came from a consulting background where we were very, very particular on Uh, and careful on um, applying the IT aspect of any solutions that we were given. So that's why I, I saw I, we were very process-driven or particular in, on the IT architect. I, say, I think I said, kailangan nyo ng parang IT architect. They were very, very, very good with accounting. Like very, very good on the functional, we, we call it functional aspect. But um, on the technical aspect, it was not... really executed well is what I'll try to say. <laughs> so, yun. Yeah, kasi parang you need the IT expert to, to do the framework eh. Para maganda yung flow nung ano eh, process. I gotcha, I gotcha. It was because of the change kaya nagiging stressful. Mm. Kaya namin inaano yun kasi syempre, everyone, everyone that's gonna go into, um, halimbawa, syempre, going to change. Dilipat ka from, like, you're migrating. Mostly it's for work, di ba? Alam mo yon. you have to account sa stress sa work sa paglipat mo eh. Kasi it's not gonna be smooth sailing eh. Lalo na bagong transition ka into a new company eh. So, you need to know how to handle that stress eh. Kasi pag hindi mo ma-handle yan, you're gonna break. Oo. May question naman ako about dun sa ano, sa cost of living sa Malaysia. How does it compare to like to the Philippines? Um, so yung point of reference ko is Cebu, and I would say it's very similar uh, because Cyberjaya is not the, it's like a new city. It was like mm-hmm. created in 1995. It was, yeah, it was planned since 1995. So it's a new city and 
it was very very well built i have to say that like ang ganda talaga ng city planning and um i think i cannot really give like a um, um an accurate assessment sa KL but i've heard KL is mas magastos pero Cyber Jaya is relatively the same with Cebu. And I even, like, most of my Filipino friends are from Manila. They would even say na it's cheaper than Manila. So in terms of financial aspect, like, for example, the 12,000 at that time, 2016, na pwede ko rent dito sa Cebu, I could rent, like, a uh, very good accommodation doon kasi ang gaganda din ng in respect with the city planning ang gaganda din ng mga infrastructures or condominiums or apartment or housing right. na available so and um transportation the same i guess sa grocery hindi kasi ako din nag-explore i i sort of like just remained in my comfort zone on that sense so Mm-hmm. I I really didn't limit my palate as well, so I kind of lived like an expat lifestyle. So my grocery, mm-hmm. the the things that I bought, if trip ko mag mag Filipino na magluto na Filipino dish, pwede mag American mm-hmm. pwede. So yung mga so yung grocery ko medyo ex I, it doesn't really like accurately represent yung average. I would say it's like expat parang ganun. Medyo so above important. average, above average. Um, parang right. ganun. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, yun. So, kumbaga, mataas yung standard of living. Like, anong tawag dyan? Yung, yung cost niya is not that high. Pero the standard of living mm. is very good. Tama mm. ba? Kasi they're second world mm-hmm. country. So, definitely, yes. Oh, compared to Philippines. Oh. What are the things that you love about Malaysia? Ah, uh, yung ganda talaga ng lugar nila. Very, very nice. And, um... I also appreciate, I mean, you can't, hindi <laughs> mo talaga ma, parang maiwasan ni compare, but in terms of services, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, <laughs> sabi mo, ah, pwede pala ganito. Ah, ito pala yung normal. Ah, ganito pala yung, ano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yung mga ganun. Yeah. We all understand that. We all, napag, napag-usapan na rin namin yan before na, Yung sabi nga natin, yung hanggat hindi ka nalabas ba dun sa comfort zone mo or sa bansa mo, you would never say na parang hindi mo masasabi, pwede palang ganito, bakit hindi gawin dun? You know what I mean? Oo, pwede pala ganito. Ganito ka convenient. Ganito pala siya. Yeah. <laughs> so yun. <laughs> yung when you're staying there in Malaysia, kasi diba you're in the Philippines, parang almost the same lang ba siya or slightly different? Yung advantage sa akin is, I'm originally from Iligan. So I'm in Cebu just working. And in Iligan, 50% of the population is Christian and 50% is Muslim. So in terms of being exposed mm-hmm. to like Islamic culture and religion, it's not my first time. Like it was well integrated while mm-hmm. growing up. So that part, hindi siya malaking adjustment sa akin. And then the second one is, the area that I lived in, I lived in an expat lifestyle. So I really didn't need to like, uh, with my setup, I wasn't in an area na I had to really adjust on what was the majority in that population. Kasi I, I, before getting DHL, I also applied for like a job in a government office. And that opportunity, if I took that, I think I had a bigger adjustment because the location of the place is in their government area city 
called Putrajaya. They placed all the government offices there, and so I'm going to work. I'm going to work there in that location. And I think if not, if I'm not mistaken, most of the people there are gonna be local Malay. And I think there yes. was an um a housing included in that opportunity, which I think the housing will be mainly Nhateradon local Malay. So I will definitely need to adjust mm-hmm. if if I got that opportunity, a bigger adjustment would happen. But in Cyber Jayas, um, I think the country's intention was to make it like a technology hub. Parang mm-hmm. So they tried to place all the international companies there. In consequence, of course, the parang the parang yung crowd don is international as well. Like there's a lot of people na hindi lang Pinoy na and, andun din andun din yung mga university so I guess na different nationalities that who goes to school there is also there so it's very diverse it's very global in a sense so since I was living in that lifestyle there's not much of a change in the community sa community so ganun oo. so what are the other negatives or any other things na napapansin mo dun sa Malaysia I've heard about for them, but not for, I guess, if you want to be a citizen, you can't be, I, I guess. That's what mm-hmm. I heard. Hindi ka pwede ata maging citizen. Or sobrang hirap maging citizen. Acquiring property, I, I do not remember. I think it's hard to acquire a property if you're um a foreigner. I think I I cannot say it for myself, but I do. I have a friend na she married a Malay, and the she can still say that the overall culture of the country is still kind of traditional, especially when she's a female and then she is attra- She's trying to apply her visa. She felt that there is some level of discrimination um on on her gender i think it's understandable in a sense that they're they are an islamic country um and mm-hmm. they will practice that kind of uh, mentality i guess um right yeah it's not as progressive in that aspect uh like in the other side of the world yeah yeah Yan yung alam ko. i i gotcha but personally, for me, all in all, the opportunity, like in like in a mentality of just a foreigner working there, it's okay overall. It's very mm-hmm. it's very okay overall. Uh, but just generally for the country, pa- para sa Malaysia in terms of speaking for Malaysia, parang gan. Were you able to learn the language? Mahirap ba siya? I th- I heard there there are similarities, de ba? Ah, uh, lalo na sa Bisaya. Hindi siya hindi siya mahirap. Medyo oh. madali daw siya, oo. Pero hindi ko kailangan Kasi di ba yung salamat nila, salamat rin? Yeah. Tama ba? Selamat. Jalan, dalan. Yeah. Oo, oh, parang there similarities eh. Kasi pag nakikita ko minsan, sabi ko parang, 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 parang Tagalog rin or parang oh, Pilipino rin. Or so. Oh, anak. Yeah. Familiar eh. Uh-oh. Yeah, anak din. Yung milk, yung milk nila, susu, right? Oo, oh, susu, Oh, tapos yung street nila sa Bisaya, Dalan. Sa nila, Jalan. Yeah, Jalan. Ano? Oo, Jalan. Oo. Mm, galing, ano? Uh-oh. I just wanna um, 
parang i-expound kasi not all our listeners are expats or have been out of the country so they might not understand yung expat life for us we we know what it is but can you expound a yeah. little on that para maintindihan nila when you say i'm living an expat life what is it really and do you think na if you worked in that local government would you do you think that eventually you'd start living like the locals So yung expat it means a person who lives outside of their native country. So in that definition there is also like in consequence like in terms of culture, social, in terms of their lifestyle they are able to retain their way of life in a different country that they are living in because of the circumstance or the setup that they are in. They don't necessarily need to fully immerse themselves mm-hmm. with the culture and the di- even the diet or the practices even the real I-, i think the yeah even the religion of what the country um practices or lives by parang ganun if you are an ex if you are living in an expat lifestyle so it depends on the country you can generally say a lot of places that are globalized in that certain area that are globalized you can live that expat lifestyle but if you 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 got a job where you are not in that globalized area then you you must adjust and live how the locals live parang ganun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think that's something that all expats like can agree na it's really hard to say that you are 100% living like locals kasi you can't fully take away yung sa culture mo eh. So, mas nagiging diverse ka. So, it's kind of like that. But, there's a debate between like, other people. Like, lalo na sa, cause I follow this Facebook group that are expats na living in the Philippines. There's, kasi there are expats that lives like, kung ano yung lifestyle nila. They're kind of like a vacationer, but they're living there in the Philippines. And there are others naman that, mm-hmm. that lives like locals. They eat what we eat. Mm, immerse talaga yung ano yung sarili dun sa culture. Yeah, but you can't mm-hmm. say that better than the other because that's gonna be hard because it depends sa tao. Eh. Mm-hmm. You princess, when you were staying there in Malaysia, did you feel na you are like part of them na? Yung parang in a certain time na na feel mo na oh I'm I'm part of the locals already. Parang ganon. Have you felt mm-hmm. yourself like that? Hindi talaga. Mm, hindi talaga. <laughs> hindi siya nangyari. It's yeah, it's it's more of it's more of a personal thing, I guess for me. Uh oh, mm. uh, kasi kaya nung yung yung tanong kanina like in terms of negative in relation to Malaysia, kaya ganun yung sagot ko kasi I would say like in terms of assessing things, I I cannot I I I also went through my own stuff so but but i i would like to like separate in discussion i would like to separate my own assessment of malaysia i think it's unfair to like integrate personally what i was going through to to um to how the country is because and baka may nakikinig tas gusto tas nagko-curious sa malaysia and it would be unfair to like integrate both of them but yeah personally because i was going through something i would say no <laughs> yes. Uh, ako eh, uh, in comparison lang, siguro ilang taon na ba ako dito? Seven years. Uh, hindi, ko, hindi ko pa rin 
truly masabi na ano eh. Na oy, hindi eh. Pinoy ka talaga eh. You know what I mean? Kahit kahit saan ka dalin Pinoy ka eh. Yeah. I don't think Mm-mm. it's something that you will fully feel na part ka ng local. Kind of sad when you think about it. Kasi ako parang, yes, this is my home now, but you never really feel like this is your home. Well, well, it's how you make of it. Yeah, that's naman. true. Yeah, that's true. Iyon lang. Uh, kasi parang dito, I I feel home. Pero kung baga yung in terms of um, parang hindi mo parin maalis yung pagkapinoy mo. Although, syempre, you immerse yourself dun sa culture. Yeah. you immerse mm-hmm. yourself dun sa sa neighborhood mo or kung saan ka nakatira dun sa ano mo sa sa area mo mm-hmm. but uh, you try to to blend in as much as you can mm-hmm. but uh, sa, there's still things that you will stand out eh alam mo yun yeah. na parang eh, eh, may hahanapin ka pa rin or ano so well yun lang two cents ko lang when you finally return back diyan sa Philippines how did you cope up with your repatriation mm yung pag-uwi mo ba Nanibago ka ba? Hindi. <laughs> hindi. <laughs> Kasi, <laughs> ang, hindi, ano eh, una, umuwi ako parate, parang parang twice, twice a year sa Pilipinas. Tas, oh, I see. Oo, oh, tapos pangalawa, ang la, in terms of environment or weather, ang lapit ng, although infrastructure ng Malaysia is quite different, there, right. I would say, but it's, hindi, hindi naman siya parang, Europe or America so parang iba talaga it's I'm, we're still in Southeast Asia so wala masyadong changes how long is the flight ba? how long hours. is the flight? ah 3 hours thank you for recording nakalimutan oh mga 3 oh, hours oh 3 hours oh 3 hours okay Ako na yung sabi. Wala masyado. Sorry. Oh, thank you po. Anet, <laughs> nga pala. So, kami pala yung magkasama noon na time check. Eh, joke. <laughs> Mas madali ba yung adjustment kung yung Pilipino is lilipat sa Malaysia? Kasi in terms of weather, medyo similar. Yeah. Tapos in terms of yung culture ba medyo may similarities rin? Or so, ano yung, ano mo, ano yung take mo about that? Kung hindi ka exposed sa Islamic culture like I was, the thing that you will adjust mainly the islamic culture and how um traditional they are and that's the first thing that you will adjust pero alam mo yung isang bagay na nag-adjust talaga ako na i kind of like missed from the philippines but this is only applicable in cyberjaya mm-hmm. kasi dito sa pilipinas kunwari lalabas ka tas may nakatambay diyan sa daan may nag-uusap dyan, tas may mga ano, daming mga pangyayari. Doon pagdating ko, hmm. parang, parang may zombie ako, apocalypse na dumaan. Tapos parang tao. Sabi niyo, tao. Anong nangyayari dito? Tapos pagdating mo sa mall, hala. Nandun pala yung mga tao nasa mall. <laughs> may parang social uh-huh. buzz sa Pilipinas. Hmm. Na parang, in, in a sense, there's a warmth to it. Na parang nasasanay ka. Yes. It's not only there. Kahit saan ka ata pumunta. Well, ako, I, I, isa yan sa mga na-experience ko when I first moved here. And I, I think, I believe, it goes for Lynette and Mabs rin. Ah, talaga? Yes. Yeah. Walang tambay. Yung walang naglalakad-lakad sa labas, na nagkukwentuhan. Wala. Wala ako makikita. Yeah. Sa Pinas lang talaga yon. 
sa Pinas lang talaga yon. Oo. Ah. <laughs> Tapos ngayon yeah. nga, isa yun sa ano, parang pag, pagdating ko dito, yung ano, yung kapitbahay ko nagkakaraoke, alam ko na yung ano nangyayari sa buhay ng isa. Para mo <laughs> para oy Pinas. <laughs> tama, tama 'yon, tama 'yon. Di, yeah. Dito may marinig ka lang nagkakaroke. Ano 'yun? Ang ingay. Oh, lo. <laughs> <laughs> bawal, bawal maingay. Dito mahihiya ka pa magkaroke. <laughs> dito bawal. Hindi na, hindi naman so, talaga bawal na bawal pero syempre alam mo 'yon, parang yung privacy din ng ibang tao nakaka-store po. So, yeah, you have to take it to account eh. Yeah. yeah. Doon walang pakialam, mm. nag-aaway-away na. Ang ingay mo, tanghali, nagkakaroke ka. Sa Pilipinas, <laughs> kahit madaling araw, oh, alauna, alas tres, yeah. maririnig po pa rin si My Way. <laughs> Ako nga eh. Eh, syempre. Hindi pwedeng mawala si My Way. Tapos maririnig mo, may barangay na doon kasi nag-aaway na sila. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, moving on. Ano yung main thing that changed you after living in a different country? Ah, uh, yung ano talaga, yung saying na you have to live outside of your comfort zone. Yun talaga yung ano, yun talaga yung very thing mm-hmm. that eh, really changed. Kasi living here in Cebu, although it's a different place, I'm from Iligan and that's where my family is. In a sense, living in Cebu is kind of like um, living out of my comfort zone. was really not that way because I still felt like there was like a safety net that I would I could fall back if I do something if I had like a very strong sense of community here in Cebu so parang I I felt like anybody had my back if if mm, I right. you know if gusto kong mag magloko <laughs> but yeah. in when I <laughs> When I lived in Cyber Jaya... May bala ka ba? May bala ka ba magloko? <laughs> Mukhang meron eh. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kasi oh kasi noon, 20s. Tapos ano, walang... Parang ang gulo. Parang walang ano, walang... There's no... um How do I say? Parang I didn't live with intention or purpose. Kasi I felt like there's no consequence. I can do whatever I want. Quote-unquote, I learned my lesson. Pero hindi pa rin eh kasi... the the consequence wasn't that grave because I like I said I always had like I felt like there was like a safety net when I came to Malaysia everything unfamiliar I didn't have like a set of social friends that I couldn't really bear my soul or be myself I had to be to like up my my guard because I was trying to know everything the place the people the work so if it I was very very careful and then I, that's when you really see that if you did do something, there is really a consequence. Parang, mm-hmm. And it would be a waste of your parang life if you don't leave things with intention. Parang doon ko talaga na kita yung the gravity of things. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah, because, yeah, it was, it was a place where, honestly, I, I wouldn't know what will happen if I did something wrong intentionally or unintentionally. Parang ganun. So that really changed my life. It really, like in terms of philosophy or how the driving point of how I lived my life, it was a re- it really made a huge impact like for the better or for the worse, unfortunately. So ganun. Uh-uh. I think the term also is you become more responsible, diba? Yeah. Mm. And 
uh, you mentioned naman sa pre-interview natin na yung mga kakilala mo dyan sa Cebu, they're always asking you, paano ba, paano ba, how do we get a job abroad? So, if we ask you to give them three pointers or advice for them, like getting a job abroad, ano yung ibibigay mo sa kanila? First is, um, do your research or learn the opportunity. I, I think I'll just limit in my field because I'm gonna talk to my peers. So, for example, right now, 2022, the job opportunities abroad, how did COVID play into that? Do you really want to uh, work abroad? Because from, from what I heard or see the job postings, there is a lot of remote opportunities. So in terms of going to other countries, is it really necessary? So what is your motivation? Is it more on the pay or a life experience itself? Do you really want to uh, try to live in another country? So all those sorts of things. And then, um, and then in this research also, it's very, very important to, I, I, I guess this is the second one, is that practice makes perfect in terms of making your resume, especially handling the interviews. I think you have to like lower your expectations in terms of the failure rate that you're going to encounter on um, specifically on the interviews. Imagine you've been working for like five years and you haven't really done any interviews. So there are particular skills that, that, I mean, I guess interviewing is also a skill that you have to like parang re, refurnish, you know, dust it off and, mm-hmm. and do it again. And even if you study about how to do an interview, watch a lot of YouTubes, read a lot of materials, there's a totally different learning you experience when you do it in a practical sense, like in an actual sense. So if you don't get the job for your first 10, 15 interviews, that's actually okay because eventually you will realize if you are parang attending the interviews at the same time trying to learn how to do the interviews, by your 20th or by the later parts of the interview, you will notice that you will almost always proceed to the final interview or get the job offers because you know the pattern eh. mm-hmm. Parang ganun. and also you know what the usual things are you know how to edit your resume you can also easily recall your experience especially the important ones the ones that you have to keep in your mind you don't have to go through your 10 years experience and take note on everything based on the interviews you've gone through these are the top three things like how you go through the bottlenecks parang ganun. And uh, and also the last one is just use the job posting sites as a vehicle, but it's very important to you upload your resume in the databases of the company. I got the DHL job because I spammed their database with my resume directly. <laughs> like don't like don't rely on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is your entry point. So LinkedIn posts the DHL job and then you click on that post and then they will say upload your resume here. It's much better if you go to the to the site of the company itself and put your resume in their database because if you put your resume in LinkedIn, they have to coordinate. And it's I think it's like easier for them 
that your resume is on hand in their database within their database uh, Tama. and Tama o- and also edit your resume with their keywords of the job posting uh, i think usually ang nangyayari is you would you 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 would make like a very very well uh, edited a best version of your resume and you would you would think it would apply to all the jobs but it depends for example this job posting once this ABC skill, so you put only ABC skill because they don't really don't like that. Na parang they have to read all through the other stuff that they don't need. If they see like, oh, you have A, you have B, you have C, but then you have D, E, F, oh, it's, it's parang they just want they want it bullet bullet points and kind of like search key referencing on your uh, resume. So as much as possible, edit your resume depending on what the company wants. Parang ganun. All right. Thank you for that advice. Very insightful. We have this questions that we always ask. Do you have a favorite quote you live by? For me, yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's my very, very, uh, that's my favorite quote. Because with, I, I'm not a very religious person, like Roman Catholic specific religious, but I believe in God. And I think I have a personal relationship with him. And Every, every whatever I go through, the positive and the negative, I always feel his presence, and I'm I'm always at awe how he always imparts wisdom to me. So I'm very grateful and happy that he is always in my life. Even even I mean I'm not I'm not gonna claim that I'm always like consistently good as a person. Minsan na out of touch, minsan bumabalik, but he always finds a way. To be there for me, parang ganun. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. my favorite quote. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> well, in just in conclusion, no, the the things that I picked up dun sa mga sinabi ni Princess is, lalo na if you're transferring to another place, una to be able to ease their transition, lalo na in adaptation. Is one is eh, tama yung sinabi niya kanina is do your research and malaki yung tulong na you can talk to people who already lived in that area mm-hmm. lalo na diba ang laki ng tulong sa kanya na oh wag kang pumunta dito sa lugar na to kasi that's for students tapos medyo mataas yung crime rate and they, they would know kasi syempre yung nakatira doon alam na nila yung ano eh yung geography at saka yung lugar eh yung kumbaga yung behavior ng lugar so if you're transferring Ask people who have been there uh, as much as possible to be able to, uh, you, you can have the knowledge. It's easier for you to to know where to go, what to expect. Yeah. And another one is yung uh, coping with stress. Eh. Kasi we all know na if you go to a new place, especially if you're going there for a new job, for sure there's stress included. Kasi ang daming new eh, ang daming, ang daming bago. So, find a thing that works for you. Find an outlet that would release the stress, kumbaga, mm-hmm. to be able for you to cope up dun sa situation, whatever you're in. It's, wh- whatever it is, hanap ka nung outlet mo to be able to, ano, kasi pag hindi ka nagkaroon, mababaliw ka eh. Kung wala mm-hmm. kang outlet, ma- ano ka eh, may inis ka uwi ka eh, or whatever, lalo na pagka new ka dun sa lugar. So yon tapos um uh, lastly uh for easier transition um para sa akin na yun rin na nabanggit niya rin kanina is look for common ground 
na yung dati mong ginagawa the similar sa 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 culture mo or kung hindi man sa culture sa mga usual mong activities ba hobbies. and look for ah uh, exactly hobbies so mm. look for common ground doon sa lit nilipatan mong lugar to be able to help you to adjust mm. kasi mm. yun eh kaya nga it's called similar ground eh. it's called familiar ground for you to be able mm. to adjust easier that's true So yeah, that's my three ano, three takeaways dun sa Adoni Princess for 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 our episode today. So anything to add guys? Uh you said it, but before we end the episode I'd like to ask Princess if you have anything more that you would like to say. Right. And the ano pala, the most important thing is don't be too hard on yourself. Yun pala yeah. yung ano. Mm-hmm. Don't be so hard yeah. on yourself. Like I was alone when I went through whatever I did. Cause wala talaga akong, in, except no ano nung nakasabay ko, which was I was very grateful. But wala akong friends don, wala akong family don, and I had certain expectation with myself and with the whole experience. And when I didn't mm-hmm. meet it, meet it, I was very hard on myself, which really was very very like in terms of adjustment. I it depends on the person, I guess. But there, I think. Parang even I guess even my my sister now is in US. She is um currently going through the adjustment as well, and I can kind of hear her from me like like I'm I am feeling this, but I'm not supposed to feel this because this is an amazing opportunity. Why am I feeling this? Parang ganon. Why am I being ungrateful? This is a good job. This is a great place. I'm with good people. Parang ganon. But I think it, whatever you're feeling, you're you're entitled to that. So don't be so hard on yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. So yun lang yung pinakalas na gusto kong sabihin. Mm. Well, thank you for all your inputs and for sharing your experiences. Hindi natin masyadong tinakol lahat ng challenges because we all know naman if we always mention all the challenges that people go through. So we want to keep them motivated na, alam mo yun, okay lang kapag may pinagdadaanan ka, this is just a phase, eventually you'll like, be able to adjust. Mm. Yung mga tips mo, especially that'll help other people, especially mga Filipinos natin, whether they've already moved or they're just planning to move. And for our listeners naman, we would love to hear your thoughts kung meron kayong mga gusto itanong or you have like comment about princess experience you can just like either email us uh comment on our facebook if you find it informative would also appreciate your thoughts don't forget also to follow us wherever you stream on our podcast for some tips and advices on living life as an expert okay that's our episode today guys it's a wrap it's a wrap it's a wrap Thank you, princess. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.